This is a public service announcement brought to you by Famouski Sports. The hosts of the Ricky Williams Trilogy are not, quote, football experts or football analysts. The hosts are fans. Duke Thompson, Moose, and John B. Easy live on the crossroads of fandom and sports. The hosts of the shows do not have intentions to offend, but it may happen. If you are offended, please stay calm and keep listening to the podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Ricky Williams Trilogy Podcast, hosted by Duke Thompson, John B. Easy Durnell, and Seamus the Moose Anderson. We are blinded by fandom. What's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of the Ricky Williams Trilogy feeling frisky here this offseason you're listening to john b easy durnell of course here with duke thompson and this week we do have seamus the moose anderson he's no longer out there trying to catch covid on the ice folks (laughs) things have been getting a little interesting as far as who's going to be quarterbacking whose team this upcoming season as a matter of fact we even have mayors getting involved Recently, the mayor of New Orleans sent out, I believe, a tweet, a message to the world informing good old Russell Wilson that she would welcome his beautiful black behind in New Orleans. That's right. She even had Sierra playing in the background. She was like, baby, come on down to New Orleans because we'll treat you right. Now, that's not exactly what she said, but it was pretty close to it. Now counterstatement came from the mayor of, of good old Seattle saying, yo, we've been looking to get the supersonics back up here. Don't make us snatch up the Pelicans. Now, this is nice. This is interesting. Oh. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. This wow. Is nice. I That's like a power it. move. I love that. Oh, yes. Now, because if anybody who was actually involved in any of these organizations was talking about, like, snatching teams and, and players like this, there be fines thrown out all over the place. But when mayors do it, it's cheeky and fun. But, uh, guys, how do you feel about the mayors of these cities getting involved in, uh, in the sports like this? Oh, I, I mean, I love it. That's, that's hysterical. Like, that's, <laughs> that's when I can stand politicians, I guess. I, I, I guess my only thing is, like, can you imagine how many people in that city like don't care about sports? Or like, hey, could you focus on the things that matter a little bit? You know, um, but I mean, I love that. I think that's hysterical. Um, I mean, use your power. You have it. You might as well use it. But I don't know. It's it's interesting that they would do that. I mean, you know, these mayors are involved when it comes down to, I guess, you know, these places wanting new arenas, new stadiums, new whatevers. So, uh why not get involved with who's going to be out there on the field if you're trying to steal money from the people? Uh, Duke, how do you feel about uh, these people speaking their mind and saying, hey, hey, these trades need to be made because I want this person here? You know, you can shit in one hand and hope in the other to tell me which one fills up faster, man. Hey, listen, you, you know why? Because they're afraid down there in New Orleans, man. You and I grew up with the Saints who were losers. Archie Manning. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
who else was I have another quarterback now yeah we don't know that I mean Archie was Archie was almost before our time so like uh but they were losers until Drew Brees got there (laughs) they are and they are afraid that that shit's gonna happen again because it could happen it's probably going to happen again I mean because unless they unless I tell you should be going after Russell man why don't you go after Deshaun he's out there available he wants to leave well, this is true. That well, I mean, well, that's not. It's not true that Russell doesn't want to leave. He did. He's just not being respected. Well, he he said that he doesn't want to leave. But if he does leave, these are the four teams he would like to leave to. So that's. I mean, that's an interesting thing to say. You know, what I'm saying, Duke. Like that's like saying, "Hey, I'm married, but you know, if I had to get a divorce, these would be the four women I would like to dip into." You can't say that to your wife. No, man, but Russell's in an abused relationship right now. Even if you're in an abusive relationship, you can't say that. I think the abuse is You can't because Russell's looking for a way out. And I encourage him to get out of Seattle. These bums don't like you. These bums don't treat you with respect. That's not true. Well, that's not true. The The city of Seattle definitely loves Russell Wilson. They love him beyond belief, if we're going to really get into it, man. Because a he got them the Super Bowl championship that they've been salivating. B that city is ridiculous about loving the football team. So who's the leader of the team as far as they're concerned? Russell Wilson. I mean, I've never seen so many white Pete women Carroll. wearing number three. This is why Pete Carroll needs to leave, man. Because like Russell, you just get out, man. You know what? If you ain't happy, you should just leave. And, and look, if Pete Kell is doing this crap about how not even listening to Russell when he's throwing the damn bar, he's getting hit 300 times, man. It's nuts how much he's getting hit. Yeah, he, he got hit uh, far more than any other quarterback in the and league, and that's not good. This was last year, man. This was the year before, the year before that. Pretty much ever since Marshawn Lynch left, and they haven't had a running back since. You know, I know you guys can't see me. Um, my video went out and just won't come back for some reason. I may, I may leave. Yeah, I may, I may leave and and come back in, dude. That's what you um, get for tampering with your cam, dude. Like we're not. This isn't the middle of an OnlyFans broadcast. <laughs> oh no! Can you we're do that doing, live? Is that doing, a thing? I don't know. But we're, sounds we're like you know. I mean, it's not like you're an expert on that, man. It sounds like website was there for a second. Kids, kids, please check out my check out my OnlyFans afterwards, please. Um, mahogany wiener. Uh, Oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) mahogany, mahogany. That's some real wood. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, what I was gonna say about Russ, first off, about this mayor in New Orleans. Drew Brees hasn't even officially retired yet. Yeah, he has. One. Hasn't he? No, no he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Oh, he has he ha- paperwork yet? Is that it? No, yeah. like he hasn't He hasn't stated that he's retiring yet. Like yeah, it's, he hasn't the, even given a verbal. Yeah, but the Saints have basically stated he's retiring. Yeah, he's going to, but he hasn't yet. And the other thing, too, about this, all this Russell Wilson shit, I, like, cannot believe at all how many people – and I'm not talking about Seahawks fans. How many people think this is a good move for, for Seattle because they need to rebuild now if they're going to do it? I understand what you're saying, but if I were Jody Allen or Jody Allen, however you say the owner's name, I would 100% at this time grab my saggy balls and I would 100% fucking can John Schneider and Pete Carroll before I let go of 
of Russell Wilson. That's astronomically. How high? How fucking high do you have to be, dude? Like the guy's never been in operations. He doesn't care what Pete Carroll does with his team. He doesn't care what Schneider does with his team. That that is apparent. That is obvious. He he's not in it at all, and he doesn't care. He's in it for the money. But like at some point, dude, this team like it represents more than just the profit you're getting. Like at some point, you have to stand up and you have to like look after the people of Seattle. If they lose Russell Wilson, they lose that team. That team is gone. As I, soon as they left laugh, the Legion, dude. Moose, you know my hatred of Pete Carroll, man. I will yeah. laugh my ass off if Russell Wilson leaves. Because this is what that town deserves, man. They they suck Pete Carroll off so hard. Like he is so like, bad. Dude, like you can't say a bad word about him like he's Jesus or something, man. And yeah. it's just messed up. Do you bring up the past about the USC shit? They'll deny it, man. Like, that didn't happen. It's like, here's, yeah, dude, you need to ask Rezzy Bush where his fucking trophy's at. Oh, wow. Well, here's the only thing that I'm concerned about, guys. I don't know if you've been noticing this, but uh, the league has gotten to the point where it's almost a rotating door for quarterbacks. There's only, but you know, 30 slots anyway for them to be in, you know, for you to be a professional starting quarterback. And they feel like, you know what, if you're not giving us what we need, so be it. We'll find it in the draft. And it's... uh. They're not often wrong, but at the same time, it's almost like a rebuild each time. But they're like, we'll rather rebuild and work on something new than deal with a prima donna. It, you, wait, you're saying Russ is a prima donna? Dude, no, but I I'm just, just saying, I'm just saying that's how owners can view things now. You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. But the, but this owner, if you read up on him, which I did for like 15, 20 minutes last night, he, he has absolutely no in any football operations. He he is he has effectively removed himself of, of everything. And and he was past the team by his father. I forget the other Allen. Um I don't remember his first name. But he was passed on down this team and he does not care for it. Like he Pete Carroll makes the decisions, John Schneider makes the decisions. Schneider's been there since the Legion of Doom. That's the only reason he's ever stayed, right? He's never made any other moves. Russell Wilson, I mean He's running all over the field trying not to lose his skull. Well, it, well, if this has become Pete Carroll's team, then Russell needs to dip. And, I mean, it, it, there's really nothing for him to say because he's not going to be heard if the owner doesn't give a rat's ass. I mean, we're talking about somebody who's a billionaire listening to a millionaire. It's like, yeah, well, when you get up to my range, buddy, you can then talk to me. Well, the problem is, like, uh, Moose says, man, if the owner doesn't give a shit about football, then this is just a revenue source for him. He needs to move the fuck on, dude. Because right. owning owning a sports team should be like the Mavericks guy. You know, he loves that shit. It's like, yeah, I would love to fucking do that shit too. Yeah. On a team, man. And it's like this guy just looks at it as like, oh, it fell in my lap. I'm already fucking the one percenter anyway. Well, who cares? And Pete Carroll gets. I mean, that's how like that's how the Raiders are basically right. Yep. It's just homies, just like yo. I mean, just tell me how I can make more money to have more cocaine. But that's exactly. all he cares about. He that's does. All he cares I mean, about man. Because yeah. we know that no matter what it is, people are gonna support the teams, man. So, well, that's what's gonna start, and then Pete Carroll is gonna crumble this town, city, and it's gonna be hilarious, man, because he is a shyster who, if he wasn't a football coach, would be chasing ambulances as a lawyer. 
He'll be DUIP. What the hell? Where the hell does where did the hell this come from? Oh, PK is evil, dude. I don't understand how <laughs> he's pacing ambulances. Because Mike Holgram built that team to almost what it was. And then they come in, make a good few moves. I mean, live off the talent of fucking Richard Sherman, make it look fashionable. I mean, who was running it before? Hasselbeck? Was that who the quarterback was? They they got screwed out of that one Super Bowl, my friend. We know that for facts. I mean, we know that. Yes. I mean, I actually, what's really funny is I like read a Wikipedia thing on it, and it was like the only Super Bowl where that, like, it sounded like an apology was written in the Wikipedia article about how that game was refed. And I was like, Jesus. And they even acknowledge it in the Wikipedia article. That's pretty bad. No, the ref came out years later and apologized for it. He said he felt bad. It keeps him up at night, some of the calls he made. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Money goes a long way, obviously. Well, with that being said, everybody, lots of changes are being made, though. Not hypothetical ones, but real ones. Teams have been releasing players. Adam Humphreys was recently released from the Titans. They decided no longer to keep him around because, you know, that concussion probably was a serious thing. And, uh, and you dismissed it, too. Like, you're, I didn't you're, like, dis- uh, you're just like, eh, whatever. I mean, I I dismissed it because, you know, he was an and whatever player. You know, that's kind of why. Well, I mean, he was he had he he reached that point of where he could have been potential and the Titans were it. And then, you know, getting knocked the fuck out like he did. We did on the field. And he's like, why go back to the Titans? I mean, I'm not saying go back to football, man. Well, but uh, but you know what I'm saying? But like, it's like, why go back to the Titans? Not that to be disrespectful, but it's just like. The team probably is not going to win the Super Bowl, realistically. Hey, and, you know, hey, you know what? A man. No, but I'm just saying, dude. Like man. you weren't. He wasn't going to be playing on the field for the promised land game. So why go back? And oh, then, this year, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Won't go, with our defense, man. No, dude, we won't right. stop a cold, man. No. And so there was no reason for him to come back to, you know, aggravate something. And then you guys decided, well, you know, let's release you because you probably you know, have a hard time with blocks now. So we can't really have you out on the field. But he's not the only one that was released. Uh, we've also had, um, was it uh, was it Duke Johnson? Isn't that right? Uh, he got released yeah. from the Texans. Um, you know, people are dropping like flies. But somebody found a place. Good old J.J. Watt, everybody. J.J. Watt is now going to be suiting up for probably one of the worst franchises in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals, a team that's only real claim to fame was losing a Super Bowl. Uh, with that being said, hey, hey, to be fair, they are one of the oldest organizations in all of the NFL. Uh, they are the oldest. They are yeah. the oldest, yes. So, Which I mean, makes it even more pathetic that they haven't won a Super Bowl. The Super Bowl has only been around for 50 years, John. 55. Uh, (laughs) Do you not remember which Super Bowl we just had? Damn it. (laughs) No, actually, you know what? I forgot about that Super Bowl. BZ, could you tell us what who played in that one? Uh, Yes, I can tell you who played in it. A man who is loved by all in the NFL, a man by the name of Thomas Brady. Um, <laughs> he was allowed to win yet another Super Bowl because 
Well, because he's white. <laughs> oh, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Yeah, you know what though? No, John, it's an interesting. It's an it's an interesting pick for uh for what I definitely did not see it coming. Um, in the least, I don't know about y'all, but I didn't see the Cardinals anywhere near the pages. You have to know DeAndre. You know, Nut called him and was like, "Bro, it's warm." Kyler Murray's short, so he can take the brunt I of mean, it's everything. Warm in any of the teams that play indoors, I mean, that's he could have gone almost anywhere. Yeah, but no, no, no. But he gets to live in Arizona, and Arizona, like historically, is like one of the nicest places to live. It's hot, but it's a dry heat. It's not like Tampa. Dude, no, dude, don't give me that crap about dry heat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've experienced 104 degrees in Las Vegas, where my shoes were literally melting on the fucking concrete. Because if you stood there for too long, okay. Well, those sketchers. Hey, dude, I can afford what I can afford, man. You know, yeah, I got. Yeah, yeah. I got we'll be calling no out that man, <laughs> Tony Romo. Tony Romo loves sketchers. Yeah, dude. Better yeah, back the fuck up, Romo, Tony. Tony Romo's a fucking clown, so. Oh, dude, but I think what JJ did was he lied. He said that I want to go to a contender, and it turns out the Browns, the Colts, and the Titans all. Offered about the same amount of money, guaranteed, and so he was just like, "Nah, man, I'm gonna retire early, get my early paycheck, do a few snaps." Wait, I'm sorry, did you say the Colts offered him? Colts offered him too. Oh, what? Well, that that defense would have been absolutely lethal for him. Oh my god. Okay, in fairness, yes, the defense would have been better, and I saw that, and I knew Duke would bring this shit up. But you can't go to the Colts. Or the Titans that's in the same division you were just in. You didn't want to be disrespectful. Be disrespectful. You don't want to be disrespectful. I understand that. And you're not going to the shit stained Browns. So you what is your other choice? Dude, I I believe in Baker more right now than I believe in Kyler though. I know you do now, dude. But as but traditionally the Browns are a organization in disarray. Trust me, dog, when OBJ comes back with Baker, there's going to be some problems again, and they're going to have to make a decision. They're going to make it seem like everything's okay because they made the playoffs, and they're going to believe that together they can make it work, but I promise you those egos are not going to work out. They're going to have to do something by week six. But with that being said, dude, you're not going to stay in the same division, especially when it felt like he had a gentleman's kind of agreement with the Texans. Where he's just like, I'm going to go off to some greener pastures. Time out. Time out, though. Wait, time out, though. Time the fuck out. Time the fuck out. First of all, this is an organized. This is their best player ever. All right. I know I've said my fair share about about what you didn't like. Okay, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. But like, yeah, D hop. And and you didn't like Carr's brother. He he threw a lot of good looking interceptions. Clean spiral. (laughs) Listen, but like here, just hear me out though. JJ Watt, JJ Watt, when you think of the Texans, you think uh, like that's it. Like, I'm sorry, Deshaun. I'm sorry, DeAndre. Like, I think of JJ Watt because he is, he's their perfect poster boy. He always had, he weighs $3 right? million dollars for the hurricane and stuff. He's beloved. Like, right, right. Some crazy shit like that. Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's just, but, he is a Texan. He will be for life. He'll probably retire with them. But you're going to tell me. That they just they show him respect to release him, dude. They didn't they didn't offer him anything, and they weren't gonna offer him anything. They they were gonna let him walk. And the fact that they let him walk without even trying, 
I don't know if that's respect or disrespect, be easy. Like I see, I see how it could be either way, but they were just like, all right, see you later, dude. It was fun having you. Glad you could stop by for nine years and be like one of the best in the like, I don't know. Here's the thing. Do they couldn't keep him because they don't have a defense to keep him is just going to get his old ass hurt. He needs to go to a team that already has some components there so that he doesn't have to be a free for all kind of player. He can just like kind of serve his role, kind of try to push through the line, maybe put a hand up in the face and maybe get a couple tackles here and there. But like when he says that for the Texans, dog, that was he's like all they had. Like he had to go in. He had to cu- disrupt everything every fucking time because there's nobody That's else true. to do anything. That's actually so why I thought the 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 Pats would take a chance on him because he could just be a old player. But dude, with him with him and Chandler Jones, I, I'm not putting it past anything that like that JJ Watt's not going to come flying like he did with the text. Like I think he will have more of a role player aspect because I do think Arizona's defense was actually okay this year. Yeah, I mean he's, he's going to serve more as a role player. I my only issue is he's going to a team that is offensively focused and if they don't pay close attention to him he's gonna get his ass hurt so anyway that's just that's, that's fair my thing. i mean i the end of the day i was saying to myself like first off i hope jj watt makes a move that is good for him because i don't think the texans have done anything to go out of their way to help him win a super bowl um i don't think they've ever done anything besides sign tyron matthew and they couldn't keep him around um, they've never done like to, to try that, to help that team. Obviously they traded their quarterback's favorite wide receiver away because he was, and I quote an uppity black man, like that team is just a horrible organization. So I'm glad he's gone. I think hey, Arizona look, Cardinals just, look, I think they got better. I'll give you this argument. I'll give you the fact that JJ has been overrated. Dude, I, I would not disagree. We've because talked about that before, but he's still. I've said that he's played the AOC South for years. It's been horrible for years. You're going up against the t- Jaguars twice a year. I mean, the God. only place it was the only team that really kind of was decent throughout was the Colts. Dude, so, speaking of which, man, if Deshaun leaves, which it looks like it's going to happen, dude, he should absolutely. Dude, your division is about to be unwatchable as far as quarterbacks are concerned. Know, man, but you know, Good I still watch division games, man. I, I mean, we're talking about Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill, and hey, whoever the Jaguars get hey, first. Hey, oh. watch your your fucking when you're talking about Ryan Tannehill, all right? Hey, why, why are you disrespecting my quarterback like that? Dude? He's got he's got over the his. He career has, as Titan than your quarterback is over the last two years. Absolutely zero flash. My man is look at me. I can me. I can wide open players. I'm the other way. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Bees fall hey. for it, bro. Hey, do you know what? I, I ain't I ain't down with shit, son. Least least at least it's gotten a ring. Hey, Hill has gotten hey, zero rings. Down with my homes coming that place, man. With Kelsey Hill. With uh, your defense, come on, man. My defense now, now I now I know you're now I know you're just saying shit. Dude, now, no, 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 because you said Kelsey and Hill, and I was like, you're fine. Yes, I understand. You said my defense. You haven't watched the game. Yeah, they. So they, 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 they no, 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 no. You you haven't watched the game. 
I've watched you, if you game. say my defense, you haven't watched watch how bad my defense was, man. Please, dude. Oh, they were both out there trying to stop, you know, a fucking cold, but they couldn't, you know, like you couldn't stop fucking, fucking have some Tylenol and Dime attack. You on a bike, man. I mean, it was just yeah. nice. We could stop a peewee kid from running through that fucking defensive line, man. Well, it was dude, I mean, it was horrible. Well, we weren't doing much better. When well, the only thing we that. when the only thing we could do was hope that Matthew got everywhere or Sorison and they play in the back. I mean, what what are they gonna do on the fucking line? Nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, I'm mad. Uh, okay. With that being said, everybody. Um, well, hold on, hold on, be easy. Because yeah. I wanted to ask you on back on the JJ thing, and then we can move on. Do you think the Cardinals just better? And like I'm seeing people on Twitter going nuts about how they're a fucking contender now. Well, I listen. I love their team. I I think they're for watch a coach necessarily know exactly what he's doing in the NFL, but I think that yeah, Kyler Murray's fun. Am I? Am I? Yeah. Am I'm, I talking too I'm close? Just, I don't know, man. No, you're just breaking up to where like. No, you're breaking up a lot. Words, I think it's. Think it's your connection, man. Your connection's rough. Because I miss like a bunch of words where you just couldn't miss. I'm it. right next to the. Can you hear me now? It's well, feel, no, it's not you. It's your connection. It's like your internet or your computer. I'm right mind. next to the goddamn fucking. Uh, I'm right next to the router. Well, your computer's uh, done. Am I still trash? Is it still trash? Just start over with the JJ Watt. We bought it. All right. Okay. All right. So, like, be easy. I just wanted to know, like, how, like, if you guys think the Cardinals just got better. I'm seeing people on Twitter already saying, you know, them and the Rams are in the running for, you know, the division title over there. I don't know how much I believe it. I think they got better. I, I think the Cardinals are a fun team to watch, and, and I don't know if Kingsbury necessarily knows what he's doing. It was apparent with their running game last year. But Kyler Murray's fun to watch. Hopkins is obviously fun to watch. Like, how much better did they just get, or did they just take on a veteran for too much money? Uh, they didn't get any better at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty. I mean, it was pretty obvious. <laughs> with yeah. like, you know, they were in the runnings for the playoffs. I mean, they were a team that had what six victories by week eight, and then couldn't make the playoffs. Like, that's a very. It's very obvious that something was wrong there. Like you couldn't even make it in as a wild card. You only had to win four more games with eight games left. That's it. That's yes, all you had to the do. The Cardinals did go one and eight after they beat the Buffalo Bills on the Kyler Murray Hail Mary. Hail Murray. Yeah. So they I mean they literally turned into absolute garbage and trash. So I don't know if Murray has been figured out, and then you know he's about to go in the way of uh, we're done here because. Um, Here's the thing. I'm I'm seeing like flashes of goodness, but you know, if you can't get it done with D Hop, I don't know what you're gonna get it done with because you know, we can pick and point and do everything we can with Lamar Jackson, but he don't really have a number one wide receiver like that. So <laughs> his game is clearly looks like it's got a lot more upswing than Murray's does, if you catch my drift, you know. Like, there's almost no reason that team shouldn't have made the playoffs. I agree with John on that. I'm going to say they ain't getting much better. I think yeah. they overpaid. There's, pro there's problems beyond 
the def- one defensive guy. Yeah. There's problems beyond that. There's problems in that offense. Uh, there's problems in the play calling. There's problems in not having anybody else reliable besides D-Hop as far as a wide receiver. Like, you, you have people like Kirk maybe showing up for one game, two games here and there, but, you know, that you need people who are going to be a little more consistent for you. Probably should find a better tight end. In your situ- I mean, th- there's a lot of problems that that team had because when you covered up D-Hop and gave Murray some issues – there wasn't a lot for him to rely on. Moose, you there? I think we might have lost. I'm, no, I'm I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry. You see it, man. You know, just thought you know, maybe dozed off. I know. Fucking goddamn camera will come back. Maybe he dozed off. Boy's been no. I was uh that dime tap. No, I was looking some up. I was moving on. Um, I was moving on to uh, uh, what I thought was a pretty surprising release. Okay, that was uh, Kyle Van Noy of the Miami Dolphins, former Patriot player, just one year into his year, fifty-one million dollar contract. Um, to be honest, it, it surprised me a, a lot. Um, I'm I'm kind of glad. I think it's kind of stuffed I mean- in his face after. All Honestly, the bullshit he spoke about I would last say year, but Rudolph would be a more surprising release than him. But I oh, Rudolph's old. What do you mean? They have Irv Smith Jr. Yeah, I know, but like Rudolph was still catching TDs, you know. But whatever, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? Like, like I get, I get, I guess. Yeah, I mean, serviceable. Those have been the two big. I mean, yeah, but Rudolph, he was going to ask for too much money from the Vikings. He's not going to be able to ask that much money anywhere else he goes. But for me, I mean, he didn't even have a big contract for me. Regardless, two big names dropped today. Um, and I certainly didn't see Kyle Van Noy coming. I saw Rudolph coming. The right was on the wall. They were trying to shop him at the deadline. Um, yeah, but Rudolph will land somewhere. I, I'm not quite sure where, but he'll land somewhere. Yeah, and maybe he'll, be he'll a go to the Cardinals. And maybe they'll have somebody they can throw to in that position. <laughs> Wait, who was the who was their guy last year? Arnold. Yo, Kyla Murray loves him some Arnold. He was putting up fifty numbers for a few weeks. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with this new addition. But speaking of we'll see what happens, a lot of people are still talking about a place for Deshaun Watson to go. Now I don't know where the man is gonna go, but I would like to talk about my top five here. Because I'd like to give you the top five places I'd like to see Deshaun Watson land because I don't want to see him in the AFC anymore. So give me my music there, Duke. It's that time of week for John B. Easy's. That's right, everybody. Top five places I would like to see Deshaun Watson land. Now, folks. Yes, these will be biased places, most of which are going to be in the NFC because, damn it, I don't want to have to see that guy anymore. Even though it's not like we saw him regularly, he still could get better and better, and I want no business with him in Kansas City. But the number five spot I'd like to see him land would be Atlanta. Now, would that be a good place for him? Probably not as far as the team's concerned, but trust me, he's going to get love from the people in the ATL. The brothers and sisters will be happy to see his black behind under center, leading the team feeling like the good old days when Vic was running the show. 
This time, though, they're going to be like, oh, wait, the quarterback's right-handed, not left-handed. <laughs> I'm a little confused. Number four, I'd like to see my man make his way down to Miami and play with the Dolphins, mainly because I think it'd be good to have the Dolphins be good. He's really the key component that I feel could shake up that team and make it good. They're kind of on that edge of that bubble of being a pretty decent team, but I think he could take them over the top. Plus, those colors, Miami, those women, homie be living fly down there. Number three, Washington football team. Another place where the people of my skin color be happening. As a matter of fact, for a while, known as Chocolate Town. Now, if he played there at Washington, again, he's going to get love from the people. And the team's pretty good right now and young, much like himself. So if he leads a young team, maybe there could be many, many years of goodness there. Now, maybe also he'll be there when they change to an actual team. And then it'll kind of be like he has started up this new football organization. Number two, the 49ers. Why? Because... I remember the good old days when the Niners were good. Back when Joe Montana, Steve Young, were both throwing to a man named Jerry Rice who currently catches burritos for some sort of commercial. Now, back in those days, I feared the Niners. I haven't really feared them too much lately. I mean, I kind of feared them a little bit in the last year's Super Bowl, but when they lost, I, I have no respect for them anymore. Now, I do know that they do have a good defense there. Both is great he has a little good, uh, good offense on the other side with his nastiness, things could be amazing for the Niners. And then the number one place I'd like to see him, the Minnesota Vikings, right? They need a new man in the Minnesota Vikings, much like Lizzo has said in her song. Now, I know she was talking about a different player on the team, but they do need to get rid of Kirk Cousins. If they can get out of that burden and put in Deshaun Watson, my God, the stuff that they could be doing up there in Minnesota. I mean, the Vikings can finally shake off maybe that curse that they've had of never winning a Super Bowl and losing the most Super Bowls that you can without winning. Them and the Buffalo Bills are tied with that. Four losses, zero wins. It's about the worst record you can have in a Super Bowl. And those are my top five places I want to see Deshaun Watson land. Very well done, Beezy. Thank you. Thank I, I you. Got a little racial with Atlanta, you know. <laughs> oh, I got go. racial with Atlanta. Here I literally go. said Washington D.C. was Chocolate Town, and you said I got racial <laughs> with I Atlanta. I kind of zoned out there for a second. I apologize. Well, thank. I just want. I just wanted to make sure that you knew that I was actually more racial later on. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, 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 degrees of, the degrees of racial tension has been increased with that. I'm not saying that's not racial tension. I'm just saying the brothers and sisters will be happy to see him running the helm. It's yeah, not racial Mike tension. Vick it, man. We know how Mike Vick ended with a broken leg, man. <laughs> yeah, well, Mike Vick also ended in a dog fighting. I didn't want to say that because the man served his time, John. I was just talking about on the field. <laughs> Again, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> I don't know, man. 
I think we've lost control. What uh, in God's name is fucking no, going fucking, on around here? All that shit. I was fucking with you guys, man. That, no, you keep yeah. it in there because you've lost. You always control. say you're gonna edit things out. You never edit them out. I then people just stuff, hear uh, you, you. You said you, I edited out I some edited stuff, stuff, man. I edited out some shit, dude. I was like, man, that's a little bit over the line, man. For both of our, for all of our asses, man. No, dude, don't Not you fair. ever edit me? Don't you dude, ever censor me? I'll edit. Don't you? You ever wait. So now you want to edit? A black yeah, I, man like, calling a place Chocolate Town. Now uh, that yeah. seems like racial tension. It's to all me. social justice warriors. I've been brainwashed. I can't have this. Well, I've been brainwashed by the Reddit man. The Reddit. By the Reddit man. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> um, that's like the last place there's censorship. Um. Oh my God. What are you talking about? Everything's censored, my friend. I mean, Anyways, that's the, that's the beautiful not, thing about this show. I will not censor unless it's over the line, and my line is pretty far down the la- lane. Hey, they don't listen. Censor. Listen to one of our first episodes, and there, oh, there was absolutely cool. no line. Uh, <laughs> we had, we had, a, we had to set boundaries. I wasn't, I wasn't grown then, man. Yeah, it but I don't, I don't boundaries. like that you're going around censoring me. And ta- I, I choose my words very carefully. Oh, look, John is probably the less censored because I know he gets away with it. So. <laughs> oh damn! Why, Wait, be, no, why because do I he's get away with it? Yeah, no, exactly. Because he's, because, he's <laughs> because he's a professional comedian who had just actually was able to go to a baseball stadium this week. Is that correct, John? That's true, man. Out. We reopened Class A comedy with a new look, man. New logo and backdrop and everything. We nice, fancy, man. We got heaters set up out there. We doing this big game style. Heaters, like for what the fans? Yeah, dude, for my people, dude, we like my people who come all the time. We set up a VIP section for them, ah. with with heaters. I mean, there's heaters for everyone, but Wait, theirs was a special if, section. If Moose and I had ventured out to California, would we be VIP, John? Fuck no, but you'd at least get a nice place. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. Hey, duh. Hell, I'd bring I'd bring my own VIP sign and shit and nah. like ropes. Sorry, man. These people, they've been coming since week one, man. They dedicated fans. It's like date hey, night. We're for dedicated them. fans, too, man. I was there in the beginning, John. Now, I know you, I know you crew, man. You get like, you know, you get whatever, you get whatever the now, loge man. level is, you know, not VIP, but that loge, you know, like not, not the nosebleed, but you get the, you know, right behind. I, I don't want your elitist bullshit anyway, man. I'm going to work No. Put first me in off, the bleaches, kid. First off, the prices aren't any different. Put, put me in the heckling section. You at the heck? Yeah, I'll put you in the peanut gallery where we get yeah. near you. Like, what was that, um, man? You're in the nosebleed section. So listen, BZ, I like your list. I like it a lot. It, it's interesting for me. I think anybody would all there would be Deshaun. Um, I also, I love picking pick. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Deshaun Watson and Justin Jefferson? I mean, that would be some nastiness, man. I mean, the Vikings, I feel like, is the greatest of the picks of all of them. And I just don't understand why they're not making any moves for that because you know Kirk Cousins is not the guy for you. You just know, I th- I mean, you know he's not. No, I think, yeah, no, I, I believe that as well. I, I do have a feeling that Kirk Cousins will end up with, like, the 49ers. He's, like, the luckiest bad player I've ever seen. No, that was Case Keenum. No, that was yeah, wrong. but Case Keenum, Case Keenum actually played well for them. What do you mean? No, but I'm just saying, like he didn't. I mean, he had, he put like, them in the play. He carried them through the playoffs, man. Yeah, he got them into the playoffs, but I mean, but he didn't win anything, you know. Like, 
He won yeah. the hearts and minds of people in Minneapolis everywhere. <laughs> and they just they let him go, man. They loved that man. He won. He, dude. I'll, listen, there's I'll a lot a, of little baby boys named Case that year. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Minneapolis. If you've ever been to the Twin Cities, there are a lot of hipsters. So Case and Keenum. Probably became pretty popular for about a half a year there. Jesus. If I run into a little baby Keenum from Minnesota. I'm, I'm like, punting him. I'm punting that little baby. Punt, baby. <laughs> Good night. It's like uh, it's that, like that South Park. Like, kick, that might be where the, the baby ship needs to get in here. All right. Sounds well, like if I man. have to literally put out a statement to explain on how <laughs> kicking babies is wrong, then like. I have officially lost hope, man. <laughs> I like if I have to do that, that that's just horrible. So <laughs> yeah. Um we live in a PC world, man. You gotta tell people that to kick a baby. All right. Uh somebody will kick a baby, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth, man. Somebody will. Baby. What what like violence is caused by video games, like kicking babies is caused by the Ricky Williams trilogy you now? Exactly, man. That's great. Yeah. That kind of publicity with people like hating on us. I'll take it. Oh, dude, I'd be like, we did something, man. We <laughs> we got a ditch, man. That's awesome. Not do, yeah, you're not doing anything until you get some haters. But don't hate on us, folks, because we're going to go and take a nice little break here. And we're going to come back with another half here of the Ricky Williams trilogy. So stay tuned. And we're out. Moose, go restart your computer. Your shit's fucked. Bro, honestly. Uh... <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gents. This is the Ricky Williams Trilogy. I'm Seamus the Moose Anderson here always with John B.E.Z. Darnell and Duke Thompson. And it's time for your Fumble Rooski weekly sports news update. The Arizona Cardinals are giving J.J. Watt a two-year, $31 million deal that includes $23 million guaranteed. Former veteran NFL wide receiver Josh Gordon will be returning to play football for the Zappers in the fan-controlled football league. Josh Gordon will be re reuniting with his former quarterback, Johnny Football. Per sources, Texans QB Deshaun Watson met with new Texans head coach David Culley last Friday. In that meeting, Watson reiterated that he wants to be traded and told Culley that he has no intention of playing for the Texans again. No change from Watson's end remains dug in. Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson has not demanded a trade, his agent Mark Rogers told ESPN. Wilson has told the Seahawks that he wants to stay in Seattle, but if a trade were considered, the only teams he would go to are the Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, and Bears. The Vikings have released veteran tight end Kyle Rudolph and the Miami Dolphins have released Kyle Van Noy after just one year of his four-year $51 million contract. Many other players have been released. However, these are the two biggest names. We will continue with the list as the offseason goes on. And that's your news. All right. Thank you for the news there, Moose. Now, Moose, I did notice you say that those are the only... Released people thus far. You you think there will be more releases? 
Oh, you don't think so? I mean, I mean, there's gonna be there's, there's gonna be more releases. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with you. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, no, I was I, like, I was like, wait a minute. I mean, I don't know if no, no, if no. any releases that big. I was gonna, I was gonna big, try to but... set. I, I was I was hoping you were gonna be like, yes. I was like, oh, like you gotta like some sort of oracle. You got you got. Can you name? Can you name who's gonna be really? Like I was gonna set it up that way, but since you went the other direction with it, like as if you're like, really, dude, you really don't. Oh yeah, I thought you were dead serious. I thought it was like a rhetorical question or some shit. Yes. Of course, there's gonna be more. It'll be like, yeah. Oh, who who do you, who do you know is getting released? You know? I don't know. We'll <laughs> we'll see, man. But like this, I mean, those are the two biggest names thus far, f- for me, anyways. I mean, there could be other players released, but I mean, I haven't heard whispers of any other big players. Just like practice squad guys and third right. stringers that are getting released right now, which is great. It's great for the Patriots. We could use some some young CB help, but um, we'll see. We'll see hey, what happens. Seymour, man, is he? Who? Seymour. Is that his name? Cornerback for the Patriots. Oh, Gilmore. I was like, Richard Seymour? He, bro, he got released years ago. He was retired. Um, no, uh, no, Gilmore will get, I mean, I think he'll get traded, but um, only time will tell. He's, he's, he's 31 years old. Bill Belichick historically releases cuts and or trades cornerbacks after the age of 30. But, I mean, he's a talent that we've never had before. Or not in years, anyways. I, we've had a talent like that, but not in years. I'll take him straight up, my friend. Like, Ryan Tannehill for for Stephon nah, Gilmore. Dude, I, I, dude, I'll trade Tannehill for Russell, and I'll throw Corey Davis in there. You would. <laughs> you would have to throw in a lot, bro. Dude, I'll you throw would. Have... Corey Davis and uh, and maybe maybe Taylor one, dude. Okay, that guy, I love him, man. But dude, you ain't good as Russell, man. Like, we, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. So yeah, I'll, that's, that's three big players. Dude. That seems like a lot. Try Plus, to get DK in the in the trade too, and then you'll have something. Uh, yeah, uh, DK and AJ Brown. Oh my play, god! Playing Ooh. on the same team like they did in college, man. Oh, dude, that make a Tannehill look like Tom Brady, man. Jesus, I don't know if anything can make Tannehill look like Tom Brady. But I mean, just for the regular but, season, you know. Uh, he said for the regular season. He, uh, still yeah, we still need to figure out postseason Tannehill. We still need to figure out postseason Tannehill. So, yeah, but I think play calling has a lot to do with it, too. So, it is what it is, you know. You got your ring. You know, I'm happy for you. And may you have many more success with Mahomes. I mean, again, I think it's the beginning of the end, but we'll see what happens. I mean, he just had a baby, and I any time a player just has a baby, they always have like a little downward spiral for a, a few years. A yeah, they're like, oh, I gotta wipe butts. It's like, boy, get your ass out on the field and remember the play. Like, this is how you make like your once, money, son. Yeah, and then once they're done butt wiping, and then they get older, then they start winning again. So you see how Tom Brady's children are now like old enough to wipe their own butts and now he's winning chips again so i mean russell just had a baby too and you know he kind of downward but yeah dude every every time they're like fresh butt wiping these players can't get it done Derek thomas though man he had a baby i thought he he had a pretty successful years but there's but no chip no chip but that was when the cheese were like Almost that, eh? Almost. Dude, we had some good years back when uh, Shoddy Hart, Marty Schottenheimer, man, uh, out there. Rest in peace, Marty. Cussing at motherfuckers. Oh, excuse me. Good times, <laughs> man. Sorry for my language. Well, damn, Dave. What about the... So, we decided we're going to veer off track, so you want to talk about Colts? Oh, yeah, dude. And not the Colts. Actual Colts. Um, we're going to... LTS, right? Yes, yes, yes. The... the 
the the Colts out there. Um, I the Colts, the football team, might want to work on having a cult. Um, because this is pathetic. Um, <laughs> the Carson Wentz garbage. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to drink the Kool Aid. Oh wait, did you guys talk about Carson Wentz last week? Yeah, we talked a little bit about him. Hey, uh, I hear your favorite highlight, Dave. Is that it? Oh yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Before please we start play. talking about Colts, let's talk about the Colts and Carson Wentz real quick. It's down twenty-one to three in this game. Wentz off play action, looking for the end zone, and it's intercepted. Darius Williams with a diving pick in front of JJ Arcega Whiteside. The turnover in the end zone, and what a pick for Darius Williams to turn the Eagles away. And that'll be the Colts. Uh, sorry, Colts. Yes, it's true. It's true. So now that they have Carson Wentz, it might be time for them to start drinking the Kool-Aid, as people often say, and pass over to the other side. Now, it's funny. Like People would say drink the Kool-Aid because they're kind of making fun of what happened in Jonestown, a Colt. Um in which uh, people were, quote-unquote, forced to drink the Kool-Aid. But a lot of people actually didn't drink the Kool-Aid. Only a few people did. And then they just kind of shot the rest of them, uh, which is not nearly as ceremonious as what happened at Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate, people, they did it right, cult style, you know? And the only way to truly run a cult is to wipe out sex, okay? Because when you have cults that revolve around sex in any way, Things get a little messy. People's feelings get hurt. But if you sterilize everybody, I mean, they at one point were about to all castrate themselves just to make sure they had no more sexual desire. And that's how you really get a cult going. What? Did you not know that? Dude, okay. So The like, only thing I know about this cult is they were all wearing fucking stupid looking Nikes and they killed themselves in their beds. Right, right, right. Well, it was. it started off because... A preacher's son was gay and couldn't handle it, and so <laughs> back, back, yeah. So wow. I like how you he, oversimplify it too. All these people kill themselves. A bit <laughs> I mean, because this guy was such a fucking homophobe that he decided, hey, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna round up a bunch of people. And we're all going to kill ourselves. I mean, it kind of was, man, because like when we think about it, like so he found a woman to be his partner, but they weren't sexual partners. They were just like partners like that were like alien beings on Earth. And they never sexual life partner, man. Basically. And then like she was like feeding him stuff and he could be the presenter because he knew how to speak because he was a minister's son and whatever. So he like was already being like, you know, trained to speak to people much like myself. And so he's going around telling everybody that we're just here for some alien thingy that she's basically made up. And people were like buying into it because they just kept being like, aren't you believing? Because like it was like a time period where people were like thinking about UFOs and stuff like that being real because it was like the 60s and 70s. People were high on drugs and shit looking at the stars and be like, I want to go to space. So (laughs) so they fed off that. Then basically were able to put together a cult. Then everybody kind of like found out about it, made fun of them. And so then they got like shut down. Then they kind of started it up again. (laughs) 
No, seriously. They started it up again, basically, because they had prophesied earlier that they were going to be murdered. And then that's when everything was going to come to light to be real. Well, then they decided that when everybody called them false prophets, that's kind of when they were murdered. And now they're reborn. You know how you kind of rework things so that it works for your cult. So anyway, so now they're. Yeah, no, I I know. Right. (laughs) I'm white. I'm white. So, of course, I know. Yeah, I know. So now they're stronger again. They get some of their, you know, more devoted followers together and they band together and they bring them all to one place. And they're like, hey, man, we're all together. We're one big family. Don't talk to your family back home. They don't understand. We're going to join the aliens. Also, no more sex. And they're like, what? It's like, yeah, that's right. No more touching bits. And they're like, okay. And they like do this to these people for like decades, right? And they're just like, I mean, to the point where, like, later on, they do, some of them castrate themselves. Uh, they, like, find a place in Mexico that'll lop their balls off for cheap. And so they go, actually, no. You're serious. Time. They That's what they did? Well, they originally were going to do that, and then they did it in the house. But that's that's a whole different thing. So then they do, oh. like, they do an at-home castration. Things get bad. Someone gets sick. But either way, <laughs> but this is stuff. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, dude. When I like found out all this stuff about this cult, I was like, my god, man! Just because one dude could not handle the fact that he liked boys, all this fell apart. Like, cause literally, like, he was apparently like having sexual advances towards some of the men, and but he had, but he couldn't control himself. So he had to like control them by being like no sex for anyone. Like it was really crazy, dude. Like because he couldn't control his urges, so he was like no sex for anyone. Ah, because I'm gonna put my penis in a boy. So um, <laughs> I mean, basically that's what. No it was. God. So like when you wipe. What out a se- fucking loser, dude. Yeah, dude. Like and when you wipe out sex from a cult, like if you could get people to not have sexual desire to be like abstinent. You've pretty much got them, dude. Like, cause now you just have just bodies, man. You just <laughs> you have just bodies with just they're almost robots at that point. Because like they had a whole like free for all party fest before they all killed themselves. Like they all went around and like they went to carnivals and other things. Like they had like a couple of months of just straight up partying before they killed themselves. Like and they videotaped it and had footage of them just like chilling and partying and shit. And then one of the dudes, like right before they were supposed to kill themselves, because it was supposed to be with the comet, one of the dudes comes up and he's like, yo, man, I had a dream last night that like I wasn't supposed to kill myself. And he was like the scuzzy looking dude who had a ponytail. So like, <laughs> so like, oh, yeah. no, he's like, you didn't have that dream. You just pussed out. But it, <laughs> but dude, let him like do it. He's like, that's right. Someone does need to, you know, videotape and tell our story or whatever. So he's the one who told anybody it even happened because no one cared about these people. No one was even going to like report it. But he was like, um, it, it, it there's got a but reported, huh? It would have got reported. I mean, eventually, once they were like well dead. Yeah, that investigation would have taken millions of dollars of taxpayer money, too. Yeah, because this time the feds were just like, it was a cult. Yeah, Uh, the guy was closeted gay, couldn't handle it. I don't know. I don't know if they knew that part yet. But (laughs) maybe, maybe not. You're right. Maybe not. But no, but seriously, dude, like no one really was in touch with them because none of those people were in touch with their families. 
So, like, no one really cared. Like, no one could get in touch with him. So if they were all just dead, no one would have really known for maybe even years unless somebody reported, like... It's so, so the families didn't even know. Well, yeah, because they, they knew that they were gone, but they didn't know what they were doing. Like, every now and then, he would let them go home to see their families for, like, a week or so, and they would go see their families, and their families would be like, it's amazing, they were home for a week, and then they just disappeared again, and we didn't hear from them for, like, a decade. So, like, <laughs> you know, like, that's how, like, things were rolling with them, like, seeing their families and stuff. It was a very strange situation. Like, during one of those leaves, like, somebody actually, like, left for good, but, like, it was very rare if anyone did. Um, I think it was actually the only person that left for good one, one of those times. But when it came down to, like, murdering day or death day or whatever, so, like, they all are, like, drinking, like, this poison. I, I forgot what it was, but, like, they did it in waves, right? So, one, so yeah, to make sure that, like, so the other wave this of people. Fucked. Yeah, the other wave of people were there to make sure that you went through with it and killed yourself. So, so the first wave of people are drinking it. The other ones are like, make it, no, finish it up, get it down. And then like, you know, and then they would like smother them with the pillow to finish it off for them. And just so that they would look nice and neat and dead. And then they would cover th- so that they all looked good and dead. Like, you know, and so then homeboy wanted to be there for the first round because he wanted to make sure, you know, they were doing it because it would be fucked up if he was in the first round and they just <laughs> killed him. Oh, my God. Died. He would have been pissed, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's, he sees him show up to hell like 25 years later is like yeah. you fuck yeah we just let you do it homie none of us it's did. like if the last guy was like oh my god you guys actually did it oh no right so then he wanted to be in the next wave but he had to be in his master bedroom so he killed he killed himself in the nice big bedroom and they like laid him out. And then I think there was I think there was four waves of people at the end there was just two people left at the end who had to like help kill each other uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no it was yeah, like because, a battle to the death well because i think one of them like is found without the robe and sheet on them because they because they just were the last one dead it was just weird because you would think the camera guy dude the one who didn't kill himself would have right. like, helped do it but like would have been nice he was, enough to like yeah, but apparently, yeah. clearly, he was just a piece of shit in every way. He's like, I'm not going to kill myself. <laughs> I'm not going to commit to this, but I'm going <laughs> to Because I see a great news story in the fucking time that we live in. Right. If I get paid for some interviews, man, and I can bank on it and write a book, do a movie, right. whatever. Is that what he did? Yes, dude. He basically, yeah, he definitely sold. You know what? Good. Seize your opportunity. Good for him, dude. Because you know what? It could have ended up a lot different. Yeah. Well, if you spent years with a bunch of sexless freaks, you probably might as well get cash for this. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, that's that's evil, but yeah. So instead of trying to stop them, it's just saying, you know, good for you for cashing out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you use all right. Well, time out. All right, you sort of putting words in my mouth there, but <laughs> what what I'm saying? I apologize. That was. But no, 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 no. That's okay because it was completely warranted the way I said it. But what I what I mean is no, that was completely warranted and, and funny as hell. But um, what I'm saying is maybe the guy was just like, I don't want to kill myself because that's fucked up. And then he was like, well, I'm already fucked up, but I don't know it yet. So I'm going to videotape it. Now, did he videotape like them actually doing it? Like, no, no. He went in the house like two days later because he was a puss. And I guess wanted to make sure they were good and dead. 
So he went in two days he's later. Like, he's like knocking on the door. He's like, Is anybody home? Yeah, he went two days later and videotaped it. And then I think the next day reported it to the police like, or reported it to the news. Like he called the news and he was like, there's a house full of dead people. And they're like, well, how do you know about it? He's like, because I was I, supposed to be one of them. Like, yeah, he was like, I was in the cult and I didn't do it or something. Like, basically, that's like how he like reported it. Well, to- so this guy, this guy also didn't get like charged with like assisting suicide. No, because he wasn't present in any way. I mean, he wasn't. Oh, there. he was. I bet he wasn't present for years. But yeah, yeah. But he was after wasn't, he wasn't Jesus. there. He wasn't there the day of it. Is this guy still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. He's like, what's he doing now? We should reach out to him for an interview. <laughs> yeah, right. And we'll just talk. We'll just ask him football questions. You know, you we know, won't ask him. Ask, we know. won't. We won't ask him a thing about the the fucked up cult he was in, where everyone I fucking bet. off to themselves. Too, man. Huh? Yeah. I'm sure he'll be like, dude, you're gonna listen to me talk about Heaven's Gate in the in our leader. In our leader. Yeah, like what would the first question be? Like, uh, greatest of all time, Tom Brady or Joe Montana? Um like well, the the aliens in the sky would say that uh <laughs> I mean, like no, I mean, what would you even ask somebody like questions about? Like I'd be fucked up about it. Like I wouldn't ask them like legit questions because i don't think i could handle it like that's being like in the face of a murderer almost like this guy just let how many people how many people off themselves like 60 no was it it like 20 or 30 it was like 20 30 something like that (laughs) all right so like basically thanks for the population control bud um because a bunch of stupid a bunch of stupid that's inappropriate (laughs) i I think that's completely called for but like a bunch of stupid fucked up people like decided to do that dude it was just a bunch of i'm just calling what it is dude it was just a bunch of lonely people trying to find something yeah it was lonely people trying to find an answer in the wrong place and when dude when you get repetition like that I think, unfortunately, you just go with it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just like it was an everyday thing where it's just like these are the people. I'm trying to make light of a situation that seems way too intimate and psychologically interfering than I can handle. I just say (laughs) like these people. This is wild. These people were all alone. This is how I think of like Catholic people, not people that fucking kill themselves. Yeah, dude, they were all alone not having sex, man. And when you're all alone not having sex, people can tell you things and you'll believe it. If somebody can tell you to cut your balls off, then like I right, dude. They I don't doing, know if there was any hope for they you, were bud. Doing at home castrations. I be easy. I think I know what that means, but like also, I don't. Homie, they they're using like knives and tongs from the house and, <laughs> and tongs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost guarantee the leader of it like never did it. He never castrated himself. Oh, I think he did. No, he would need but that he, power, he, dude. No, but he went to Mexico for his. Like he got a good castration. And oh, I'm it, sure the the best ones in the world are oh, done yeah, in Mexico yeah, in 1972. Well, but, yeah, but his was done there. Top, top grade medical profession down they there were, in 1970. But then, but then he was trying to convince the others to do it, but they didn't have any money, so they were like, well, "We're going to do in house castration." It's because one of them was a nurse. Bro, that dude is wrong. One of them was a nurse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not a Scal- doctor. scalpel. Yeah, not <laughs> scalpel. a doctor. But Dude, that nurse. is wild, man. Yeah. Um, I can't even like begin to even describe how fucking crazy that is. Well, hey, man. Like, I know there's, I know, I know you're coming from a place where like these were sad, lonely people, and I do feel bad for them. But like, 
it, no, it's still a little that, bit at the sad t- time. I'm like, that's it's still like, crazy. That, you gotta be like, wow, right? <laughs> like, you because... you came out you came out the womb fucked up. And I'm not trying to make light of mental illness. Yeah. I've battled my bouts, but like, yeah, whoa, yeah, it's a, whoa. it's it's a it's a crazy one because like when you go back to the Jonestown one, like not to make light of that. Which situation. one was the Jonestown one? That was where this dude had like. He pretty much kind of like started a sex cult up in like California and then like oh. people were like mad at his cult and then he like ran away to like I can't remember somewhere in South America with the cult. And then that's the one where everyone's like, haha, you drink the Kool-Aid because he was trying to get everybody to drink like cyanide Kool-Aid or something. And not everybody was doing it. So then he ordered like a lot of his like because he basically had like guerrilla like warriors, like like all, he had military people on the payroll. So it was like a, it was like a militia cult. Pretty much, yeah. So then he just had them like firing on his people. He was like, "They're going to die one way or the other." So oh my like, god! <laughs> yeah, he's like, We're, "This is death day." So, uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but my, but he was. When uh, was this? When was this? This one was like back in the seventies, but this was like a. They were all in like the seven, like the time of peace, huh? Like, well, it was also a time of a fuck ton like of LSD. The, the Rajneeshis too was that the eighties, oh, nineties too? Like, like that was like seventies, man. So you're talking about when the whole counterculture kind of like. The, yeah, it was all LSD. Yeah, like they, most of these cults were started on LSD. Like <laughs> no, they really were. The Manson family, LSD. Jonestown, that dude was fucked up on LSD, and he. he and he was all the time like because he started wearing sunglasses all the time because he was tripping out and he was just saying shit while he was tripping on LSD to these people, you know, like, <laughs> were, like the dude in Japan who was getting people to eat their own shit. He was on LSD. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, the yeah, wait. the suicide, the castrations. <laughs> I can I can I can I can at some point understand that Um, they ate shit. Yeah, there is a cult in Japan where this dude was doing a bunch of LSD and he got these people. They, they were the ones who were like doing like biological warfare on like uh, subway trains and shit like that. Like they would, leading shit like they would just like leave like bags of like I forgot what they were doing. It was like diseases and shit like I don't know what they were doing because he got chemists and stuff. Like he basically tricked a bunch of chemists to think that they were just so elite that they needed to follow him. And so basically they were making him LSD and other things. And so they were basically doing like crazy chemical warfare on like buses where they would just have like bags of shit that they would just leave. That was just air poison. Just fuck up people like that way. Um, But they were like getting in trouble because they never actually, they weren't killing people. They were making people very sick. Like they might've killed like one or two people, but like whatever they were. What was the motive or the like? Like he was just trying to terrorize everybody. Um, and so like, but these followers Jesus. were like listening to him to such a degree that like he was getting people to like, he would shame them by having them at like dinner when they all ate together. If he was like mad at somebody, like he made this one dude eat his wife's shit, like in front of everybody. <laughs> at dinner. What? Yeah. He's <laughs> like wife. Go shit on a plate. This guy's Pretty about much. to fucking eat it. Pretty much, dude. Wow, dude. That's like some mob shit, though. Yeah, and everyone had to watch homie consume feces. I don't know. If you're in a cult like that, I feel like you get off on that type of shit. <laughs> like, yeah, well. That's hey. some fucking two girls, one cup type of shit. Uh, t- that is <laughs> wild, dude. Th- things were 
Things were different back then. <laughs> things were a lot. Plus, there was lead poisoning in the air. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. That's yeah, true. You know, people still had fucking lead paint, asbestos, man. I mean, things were going on, going on in the brain back then. Things were not good. That's true. I, I mean, I and the one I know about the most is the Rajneeshis, but like they tried to kill people, but I don't think they ever like succeeded. Um, it was just that fucking the guy Rajneeshi. He just wanted money, basically, is like what I got out of that. But, you know, originally I kind of wanted to talk about cults because I had a funny question. When when we were talking about it on break, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what football team would be a cult like right now? The like, Browns? but like, but time out, but time out. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> like, but like, whoa. Jeez, I almost no, I almost like I almost Browns... like don't even want to ask it now. No, no, no. no. But before like... you give me an out okay, an answer, okay, okay. you're telling me. People cutting balls off. People eating shit. There's people moving to South America and they're just getting killed. There's the Manson family. You told me about the dude you know in Michigan that has seven wives. I'm not even talking. I didn't talk about the children of God who basically made a whole. I know about the children of God. Yeah. So there you go. dude. There's there's a lot, man. There's a lot going on out there. So, like, I almost don't want to ask the question, like, what team would be a cult now? Because, like, I hope. And I don't want to like call an entire fan base something like Heaven's Gate did, but in in the loosest terms I can uh, you can possibly I'll, imagine. I'll say it like this, man. In you get what I'm trying to say. What yeah, it's fan, the Browns. What fan base has a cult tendency that people blind follow that will follow blindly? And that's the Cleveland Browns. I think it's the Dallas Cowboys. It's the Steelers. <laughs> It, well, the steel, here's the thing, dude. The steel, I mean, it could be the Patriots too. I'd make an argument for that as well. But here, no. But here's the thing. Yes, maybe. But the thing is, there's not enough downtime for those teams recently for us to assume such a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess we'll find out later if if it's a heaven's gate. If we see people are like, you know, still screaming and hollering for a one in fifteen Jesus Patriots God. team. You know, like, you know, say like if people are still out there and they're like, ah, like loving and just filling up the stadium and screaming and crying over a team that's not winning any games. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'd say probably the Cleveland Browns. I would even say the Kansas City Chiefs, dude. I mean, we were filling up stadiums and we weren't winning games like people were just showing up. I mean, just because they had to. That's That's loyalty, man. That's what I'm saying. The Cleveland Browns do that's that. Loyalty. Yeah, that's loyalty. Yeah, but the Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, though, were like the hot ticket in the 90s. Like, like every call. If but they that's, don't win, they don't show up. Trust that's me, true. nobody in that stadium. Oh, is that true? <laughs> Steelers, man, they show up. Steel, yeah, yeah, Steelers. Yeah. Steelers show up anywhere. The only reason I, I'd argue the Patriots, too, is because everyone's like the Patriot way. Yeah, they might be the, the Patriot. And we follow a guy in the hood. We literally call him the hoodie. I mean, that's like straight out of a fucking cult. Documentary. You're probably the new cult coming up. You're the new. That's cult. fair. Steelers, Chiefs and Browns are the old cults. <laughs> the old cults. The it's old cults. Like <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> But I think that what a wild second half of a show, boys. I yeah, like dude. this. Yeah, dude. We got we went off the rails, but you know what? We made it happen. Looks like Duke's enjoying his dinner. So it's probably time for us to wrap it up. 
All right, everybody. Well, that was yet another episode of the Ricky Williams Trilogy. Make sure you find us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, as well as Facebook. You can also find us on YouTube as well. Don't also forget to find us on whatever you listen to your podcasts on, be it Spotify or what have you. Uh, also, make sure you find us under anything under the Fumble Rooski Sports Blanket, which could also include Money Mouth podcast in which we make you some money also a hockey podcast called what the puck i don't know if it's called that but i've just given it a name uh, <laughs> is there anything you guys would like to say before we sign off here today that's actually a pretty decent name it was not taken i assume it would be taken by now yeah probably it might, it so. might be it yeah, might I mean, be puck. Just... i've looked up what the puck i've looked up pocket and the puck mongers Hey, we're we're still in the we're still in the works. Puck daddies. Uh <laughs> of course, of course, my my I, uh, I know puck daddies aren't or puck boys. There you go. Puck boys. Puck boys? <laughs> I can't I ain't about that life. Puck daddies <laughs> would be funny. Puck daddies yeah. would be good. I think I like puck boys. Uh it just it sounds wrong. It sounds like you shouldn't use it. And it sounds like it could catch fire. I think people would hate us immediately. <laughs> yeah, <you> can... <laughs> well, anyway, before we head out, uh, anything you guys would like to say be uh, besides Puck Boys? Yeah, go Rangers. Go Titans, man. And go Chiefs, of course, led by the beautiful biracial new father, Patrick Mahomes, and his beautiful white fiance, who needs to most likely just shed off a little bit of that baby weight. <laughs> Oh, you kids! What are you doing, dude? What? Are you are you kids? <laughs> we know why she didn't get married before. She's waiting so that she can have that firm fit. What is fucking going on? We're out. <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate. That's inappropriate. Uncalled for. <laughs>